0: Sports Walk is back. Watch Season 2 of Backpack Broadcasting's original web series that brings you the opinions of real sports fans. The entire first season and current season are available now on the Sports Walk YouTube channel and Facebook page. Check out the 2017 NYC Webfest official selection and see what other sports fans have to say on the hottest issues in sports today. It's easy. Just take the Sports Walk. Hey, this is Howard Beck from Bleacher
1: Report. You're listening to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast.
0: Episode number 45 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. We are back in the building. We is Dexter Henry, Brian Fonseca, and we have another guest. He's a man who wears many hats. He represents the Bronx, New York. His name is Rob Lopez. He is the sports editor for Def Pen, also a social media associate for FanDuel, and a producer for Count the Dings. Rob, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I think you are our first guest. Representing the Bronx? I believe that you are.
2: That's that's unfortunate.
0: That's but, um, unfortunate you know, I'm to 45 to... shows to get somebody representing? Yeah, I mean, nah, I mean, there's that only right. five
2: boroughs, so <laughs> I don't know what you guys are
1: doing. Well, I don't think we've had anybody from Staten Island yet. <laughs> all right. Well I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you for that. Ooh.
0: And all the Staten I mean Island people I mean right <laughs> I would friendly. like
1: to talk to Ray Kwan, but you know.
0: Who doesn't like the chef? No. Yeah. Me, I don't like the chef. <laughs> what? No, I don't like the chef. You don't like Ray Kwan? No. Really? I, oh, I'm joking. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know
1: you had some issues with Cuban Links too, but I'm like, yo. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't think it's particularly good. That out there. Not, but I don't dislike, don't dislike Raekwon at all. I just wanted to make you guys mad. I want not see don't. if y'all were going to come at me. I have so. a hard copy of that album. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> you know what year you bought it. You know exactly where it is in your 2009, house. 2009, it is see, right next guys, to my, he, guys, my this PlayStation. Is what he does. <laughs> and now he's going to go down this rabbit hole and poor people who love you have to deal with this unfortunately <laughs> nobody loves me. yeah uh, yeah okay <laughs> uh rob i'm glad you are doing well we are glad to have you here um you've obviously done a lot uh, in terms of writing and in the world of social media with sports entertainment it's right. just kind of everything um I told Dexter the best person on social media that I know. I actually told you that at Media Day. Yeah,
2: which I think, which I appreciate.
0: Yeah, how do you feel about that title? It's kind of like a lot (laughs) of pressure from Brian. You
2: know, like for me, like I I never um, intended to have this path. So like long story story short, myself, when I was a kid, you know, uh, born in Brooklyn, when I was really young, we moved to Pennsylvania. Um, that was for Brooklyn, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moved to Pennsylvania, went to grade school, high school, college through there. Um, but I remember when I was like ten, eleven, twelve years old, I would watch SportsCenter and I would see Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, like when he died, I cried. I literally, I remember that morning Wait, it was like Scott? a yeah, Scott. It was Scott yeah, oh my God. I was like, "Yo, oh, Stephen A. still living." <laughs> I was listening to Stephen A. Smith when Stuart Scott died. I cried because you were just talking about all, all a. Smith black people do not look alike. It's <laughs> Brian's fault. It's not my fault. I swear to you. Stuart Scott. When Stuart Scott died, yes, I know Press who Stuart Scott I was is. watching for Everybody, when I was 12, for everybody who's looking at me crooked right now. Yes. Stuart I Scott, cry. I know who he is. He you know, the eye with the football. I remember I know I know who Stuart Scott is. When he died, I cried. Because when I was ten, eleven, twelve years old, I remember like, you know, when I was younger, I would watch cartoons, but Saturday mornings I would always watch, because you know how Sports Center always re airs yeah. like yeah, 10, yeah. 11, 12 After same. Pokemon and Yu Gi Oh, you watch sports. Well, it would be the same it would be the same sports center. So what I would <laughs> what do next? is what? He's wearing a Pokemon shirt right now and, and a, a hat. hat. And a hat. So when I was a could kid, get, could you get any more childish? <laughs> <laughs> of the when, same um, one
1: too. Shout out to E V <laughs>
2: <laughs> When I was a kid, um, I remember just like watching the Sports Center and seeing what's going on. You know, kind of memorizing the rundown, so to speak, and the next hour putting it on mute and doing my own like broadcast, like throughout the thing. You know, he's rumbling and stumbling down. You know, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, So, I, I, you know, high school, was two-time editor of the newspaper, editor-in-chief, all that stuff. Then I went to college, a small school in the Poconos. And um, I went there originally for, like, broadcast journalism and stuff. Mm. So, for me, I was looking to work for ESPN. You know, I wanted to work for ESPN or SNY, MSG, whatever. I had a very similar path. Yeah. So, I was like, <laughs> I want to do this. I want to do this. But I quickly learned for me just because of where i came from and my life experience is that i didn't know anybody and half the battle i would say half the battle in this media world in this even especially sports media is who you know more than half and i didn't know anybody so i decided mm. i said you know what you know i, I after i graduated college in 2013 mm. I worked at a restaurant. Shout out to Texas Roadhouse. I worked there for like Yo, 2 years. Yo, just ate there
0: for the first time uh about a month ago. We'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> um
2: it's yeah, it was a great place. You know, I worked there for 2 years and even when I moved up here, I worked there for for a year at one up in New Rochelle. Um, but yeah, so I I did that for 2 years and I was doing, you know, I was 22, 21, 23. And I was doing the party thing, getting drunk, you know, <laughs> hanging out with friends, you know. Hey. And then one day I woke up and, and you know, after a night of partying, and, and like my room's a mess, and I opened the door because my kitchen, you know, my room's right next to the kitchen. I opened the door, kitchen's a mess, the living room's a mess. And I'm just looking there, I'm like, damn, I'm like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Trinkin
0: epiphany. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just had yeah, a moment. Epiphany, and I was like, yo, yeah. what am I doing?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I I, I kind of dove into Twitter a little bit more. It was like 2014. I dove into Twitter a little bit more trying to get into it because I was big on... Um, I, not really big on social media, but more um, in tech. I liked a lot of tech stuff. I'm a big, you know, I like to mess around with a MacBook. I like, you know, I have an Xbox. I do, you know, my iPhone's jailbroken. Don't tell Apple. Um, (laughs) So I like the tech, you know, technology stuff. And and I got into Twitter and then I kind of, you know, when I was in school, I learned like basic Photoshop, basic video editing. And now all that stuff now, five years later, all that stuff I learned is so archaic and old that like I kind of just you know mm. taught myself a lot of the stuff that I do um, whether that's video editing photo editing um, podcast producing I, I, I taught myself because I didn't take those classes in college I was a broadcast journalism dude you know and I and I did sports newspaper stuff um, so I kind of just you know when when I kind of got into it a little bit more I started working with Def Pen in 2014 in the summer of 2014 um, at the end of my first piece was something about um, the finals, and then, like, at the end of the year, that's when I had the little epiphany, um, and I told Jared, the guy, uh, the the dude who uh, owns Def Penny's he's the founder mm-hmm. of the site, I told him, I said, look, you know, I'm noticing, like, nobody wants to do anything for sports. Like, nobody's, like, kind of, you know, there's no, like, lead mm-hmm. dude, yeah. and I was like, I want to do it, and he's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll move to New York next week. He's like, are you serious? I was like, and yeah. You were,
0: this, you were living in the. Poconos? I was living in the Poconos. Was like
2: four room. I had. I had. It was a five bedroom house. Mm. Like we had the party house. So like, if you're <laughs> if you're picturing like. For example, like a a busy street for us, a busy street is like you know a couple bars and and. I know, know I know, I know what it's like shop. out there, so yes, yeah. I know. So, yeah, so a pit. But um, right. but <laughs> yeah, like, somebody who lived in the Poconos. So yeah. So like in Stroudsburg, where man. I live. Stroudsburg, that's, yeah, that's so, where that's she was. I live He's right off. Yeah, yeah, I live right off Main Street. Main there. Street, so I know. You, I live, live literally the yeah. KFC. Pit? I live right next to ah, that. so I was right at the bottom of the street there. Worlds connect, man. So, but and I'm glad you. know. So I know I understand the that Main Street is bars it's just like bars all up and down and we would be the pre-game house post-game house and just every night like tuesday night we'd be done with work and be like all right what are we doing all right let's go get drunk just because it's tuesday it's wing night let's go get drunk you know we find any excuse to do it and i was just like damn i'm wasting you know forty thousand dollars in school debt and like i'm just serving at a restaurant like no no you know no offense to anybody who wants to do that as their career but for me i was like you know i I felt like i wasted my time you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i was like all right screw it i'm gonna do this so I told him in like the start of December, uh, January, like the first week of January, I packed up all my stuff and I moved to New York Um, and I live in the Bronx now and I live with I live with my grandma. But she um, she's never there, really. She goes to Puerto Rico a lot. So I'm kind of by myself a lot. Um, But shout out to her. She took me in. She said, yeah, whatever you need. And and since then, I've kind of just been
0: trying to make my own path. So you, you kind of jumped at that opportunity and just said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into that. And I think one of the inter- interesting things that you said is, and Brian and I talk about this also, when we had Kenny Ducey up mm. here on the show, we spoke to him about that, who's uh, social media. Shout at, out to Kenny. A, shout out to Kenny now with uh, Sny. Congrats on the new gig. Um, look, we could I could say 10 years ago. We talked about five years ago. You weren't seeing a lot of these positions. You weren't seeing a lot of guys like you, even though you write, but also like what you do with FanDuel and other places in terms of knowing how to work social media, how to put content out there, how to make it work. It's a skill. I think people need to recognize that people like yourself, like Kenny, have acquired. How did you learn all you needed to learn about hey, this is how I make this thing move in the social right. media space, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, the algorithms, everything involved in that. Right. You had a certain training from school that didn't really teach that. How did you end up incorporating
2: that? You know, in school, when I went to school, social media at the time, and this is, you know, 2011, 12, social media at the time was just Facebook mostly. You know what I mean? A little bit of Twitter, um, a little bit, you know, Instagram was early. You know, Snapchat kind of just started, but people didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? Like in that social media space to where now like you're getting advertisements in Instagram stories, which is a concept that like if you said that four years ago, I would have been like, what's an Instagram story? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Um, So I think like for me and I I know Kenny, too, because I've talked to Kenny a couple of times about some stuff, because like, you know, we're we're kind of, you know, us, even Brian included, even you. And like we're all kind of this young, younger generation of people who are just we're kind of learning from each other in the sense Mm, where like I'm kind of I'm seeing what Kenny's doing Mm -hmm. for example what he did with Sports Illustrated um, and I'm saying oh that's dope I kind of want to do something like that and I go ahead and I just take some ideas from from other people Um, but also too it's kind of just like studying what what's, what's trending on the specific social medias and how they operate. So if you break it down, each one, and I don't want to go into a big thing about it, but like, for example, for Twitter, if you're writing an article, a long form piece, and, and you want to do something on a player, say you're interviewing Kristaps Porzingis, right? You don't want to run that story at midnight. You yeah, want to run that exactly. story at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Because yep. you got to think as a person who wants to read this content, and you want to think, all right, cool. Joe Schmo, nine to five, you know, works in some office building in Manhattan. He wants to, you know, read about Kristaps. When is he? When is his lunch break? Oh, yeah, exactly. When is he getting into work? 9 o'clock. You know, when, when are they like, all right, screw this. I don't want to do this anymore. 10.30 when they've already been- Probably 9 o'clock, but yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, check their emails, talk to their boss, blah, 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 blah. And then now it's like 10, He's like, all right, now I got to wait. And now they want to check the stuff out. So I think a lot of that is just me kind of just- um, assessing the scenario and also seeing like the analytics of like how we operate as far as, and I mean, our Twitter and Instagram, I mean, we're not the hugest, you know, we 16,000 on Twitter, uh, like 31,000 on Instagram, a hundred thousand on Facebook, but like taking those analytics, even those small portions and seeing, all right, let's try this out. Let's try to run something at 1 PM. Let's try to do something at 12. You know, does a live video work as opposed to uh you know, a, 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 edited video, like what happens, what works best. Right. Um, and a lot of that stuff I I kinda taught myself and also I, I looked, you know, a simple Google search, all right, Instagram analytics, Instagram pose, yeah, right. I mean like a lot of people, they're people that are social media experts. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you can be an expert in something that kinda you make up yourself, but I guess whatever. Um it, it, you know, the results show for them. Um Ouch. you know they, well I mean some of the no, results it's are real good. Though. Yeah, um, we, we
1: established off air that this can get spicy. But, um, <laughs> now you know, I mean, us, I mean, Yo, I
2: mean a lot of it's just kind of like seeing what other people are doing and, and learning. And I was talking to Brian about this the other day. Mm. A lot of social media, honestly, like 100,000%, I believe this so much is just paying attention. Hmm. Just being on your phone. Yeah. I mean, as much as you don't want to be on your phone, and like, even now, right now, I'm like, kind of like. Oh my god! I want to see what's going on because I feel like Jimmy Butler's going to get traded any minute. But like at the same time, I'm kind of like I'm just checking to make sure. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the same time, it's like you know you have to pay attention and see what's trending, see what's going on, and you also have to be a part of the the culture, so to speak, and like know what's going on. You know mm. what I mean? You have to know. Little Wayne just dropped an album last night. Logic just dropped an album last night. You have to know who's trending, <laughs> who's popular. <laughs> um, what's the reason? No, like, I, I, had a, a, I had I had a
0: conversation with somebody uh, today in media. Who uh, potentially could be having a meeting with uh, a Little Wayne, but they were not aware that the person had dropped the album last mm. night. Okay, but it was funny between both of us that they 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 saw, the, but they but how they found out was funny, oddly enough, through social media. Right, um, and they were like, "Well, why is it you know, always happening? Why is Little Wayne trending?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, Car- didn't understand the Carter Five. It just dropped. and the thing with Little right.
2: Wayne dropping that, and I'm I'm I mean, we can talk about this too because I'm sure you guys talk about we talk know, about hip hop, all you're, the yeah. time. You know, Little Wayne for me. And I said this uh, previously on one of the podcasts where a producer counted dings called Woke Bros with with my boy Big Waz. Shout mm. out to Big Waz. Um, Woke
0: Bros, like the Yeah, name. it's it's, okay. a, it's an
2: interesting podcast. They get into yeah. politics, they get into sport, uh, not sports really, but music, politics, all that type of stuff. You Shout know, geopolitical it stuff. It's really interesting. Um, but yeah, I was, t- I was talking to him and I said, you know, Little Wayne from 07 to basically when he got locked up, 2010, he was the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. Not even, not hip hop, not rap, not, you know... In the world. He transcended that. In the world. Like he's like, he was the first. I feel of this, like he he was he was the flagpole for this generation and said, I'm the leader for this generation. And then out of that came like Drake, Travis Scott, all these guys that are coming out now. But Lil Wayne was the first one that went super, super mainstream in the in the social media digital era. Yeah. Where he transcended not only hip hop, not only rap, but he just went he just went off. And like You know, from 2007 to 2010, he was the biggest guy in the world. Went to jail, came out, had some iffy albums and stuff coming out of there. But I mean, he just announced his album on Monday that he was dropping it. Yep. And by it's Friday, he has the number one album on iTunes right now. It's social media. It's it's not. He did a video on YouTube. It's not. You don't have to do the traditional. Let's go on Hot 97. Let's go on Power 106. Let's do all these you know media tours. All he did was drop a YouTube video. Got the buzz for four days, five days. Album's out. Here he is. And we're we're starting
1: to see a lot of that now because I know Dexter really likes this. When artists just, J. Cole did this Monday. Oh, album's coming out Friday. Kendrick Lamar did the same thing. He put out like, Beyonce a Beyonce does it. Beyonce album. just,
2: I'm dropping this album on a Saturday night. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I Some, love some, some
1: like artists that. do it the day of. Now, I'm not right. going to mention any names because then Dexter's going to say something. <laughs> but some artists <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's, he's, he's trying to think. He has the face. <laughs> so he's trying to think of who he's talking no, about. No, he knows exactly I who I talking about. I was thinking about who he's talking about, but now I know who he's talking about. <laughs> it's who Brian always talks about. That's not true. Yeah, okay. It's very true. Yeah, we, 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 could, we could ask some people in this room if that's true. Anyway. No, right. But, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, like
1: like he, you know, released a trailer. Like yeah, a lot of guys do that now, where they're just coming out with stuff because of social media, right? And they don't have to do, I guess you would say, the car wash. Yeah, where the, it's the like traditional stuff. Yeah, like they might it's do it either. after the album drops. They might do it just because, but they don't necessarily need the press because, in a lot of ways, you're your own publicist.
0: Exactly, yep. and I think that's been dope. So, what has it been like for you? writing, uh you know, for Def Pen as a sports editor because you kind of you took this jump, which I always like to hear people do in their career. Right. You took a jump. You said, hey, here's an opportunity. I'm going to jump and do this, and you did that. Now you're writing. You're covering sports here in the New York area. What has that been like for you as a young writer?
2: Man, um... You know, it's 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 weird because I won't say that I'm I personally won't say I'm the best at anything. And I, and I listen to a lot of, you know, I guess like Gary V on Instagram, for mm-hmm. example, I listen to a lot of the stuff he talks about. Um, and I listen to a lot of stuff like other people like who are really good at their field. It, it might sound really dumb, but Ninja, you know, Ninja, Fortnite, yeah, 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 professional yeah. Fortnite player. He yeah, likes yeah, yeah. to say, you know, people say he's the best and he says, I don't want to be the best because then that means I have nowhere to grow so Mm. when people tell me like hey you're good at social media or hey you're a good writer or hey you're good at this I'm like I'm not content with it because the way I see it I want to be content when I'm retired you know what I mean like as I'm working right now and I I mean I just put out I made a a video this morning um, you know Joel Embiid's playing the piano and I, saw that. I put it on. <laughs> I put it on the end of Hey Ma when Cameron does the piano thing. Yeah, and you yeah, put yeah. Joel on there, and it, it blew up. It got like 300 retweets in like an hour or whatever. See,
0: I'm, I want to stop you right there because I'm <laughs> always, You know, whenever I see people do something like you just did, like you talked about putting Joel beat at the end of Hey Ma, right. which is, I, I didn't even see it, but I'm like, I see it, right? Right. Because you know the Cameron. Yeah, and I'm the, like. How do you think of that? I'm always impressed with people's mind when they go to these places to do things with videos that we see <laughs> on social media. I'm like, yo, how did you think of that, man? Like it's, it's, well not some, always
1: because some other people just steal, but we ain't gotta get it That too. That's, that's why That's I, true. That's but, a big thing. It's but like, that was I wouldn't even say some, I would say a lot. You had to think
0: of how specifically something works with something else that <laughs> right. you know and mix something with sports and then like a, a song a pop culture. There's song. a
1: new one with Key and Peel that one uh, it's no, dead already it's these. already dead have you seen, have you seen those have you seen the um it is dead, the sketch
2: the sketch times. where uh, is it key peel appeals the president which one i forget which one it is shit Keegan- michael Ke- the, the dude who made a get out he's he's it's yeah it's jordan peel jordan peel yeah he's yeah, playing yeah. obama and at the end of it you know the famous clip of obama like shaking the hands and like shake hands with the white guy and daps up the black guy <laughs> They basically like did that over, but like Jordan Peele goes through, shakes hands, and does the same thing. But now people on social media are doing it. um, Knicks fans like and like shaking hands with Steve Mills, but dapping up Chris uh, Daps. Ass. Like, yeah. but it's the same. People are doing with the Jets <laughs> right. and the Mets, and it's going through. And yeah. I'm just like, you guys killed a meme in 24 hours. Yeah, But true. people
0: come up with these creative stuff. I just find like even when you did, I, I think it's I think it's impressive. How do, how do you? What's your thought process behind things? Like for me, honestly,
2: it's kind of just like I said before, just being a part of like what's going on in the culture, and also kind of just like trying stuff. And 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 if I'm and I was thinking about it too because I saw Joel Embiid post a video on Instagram, he had a story the other day of him playing the piano, and I'm sitting here and I'm like thinking, I'm like, there has to be a song where he's somebody's playing the piano, <laughs> and I'm think I was thinking, I was thinking, I was thinking. How
1: long did you think for?
2: thought for like an hour i posted this on probably like sunday or monday night i forget one of the two days and i thought about it for like an hour and i was like all right i I don't have anything so then this morning i woke up and i just put spotify just put on shuffle huh like one of the first songs that came up was hey ma and i you know i'm i love Dipset. i love the diplomats yeah you know we've had that joel's (laughs) i met joel's last year he's awesome he's fantastic um and I just listened to the end, and I just hear the. I'm like, <laughs> Hold like up. yo. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So I went on my phone and I looked at the tweet I sent from him. Like, I just sent some weird tweet from, you know, Joel got. Cause he was playing the piano. It was horrible. Was like, dun, dun, dun. It was <laughs> atrocious. But the way it matched up, like if you see the video, it matches perfectly I to that, where check it goes, down, man. Dun, 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 and it's perfect. But the thing is, is like sometimes it just happens, boom, like that. And last probably night, probably do the best. Yeah, I mean, last night, for example, YG was at the LA Rams game. And all I did, I sent a tweet out on the Def Pen Sports account that was, you know, the guy screaming and it says, stay dangerous, uh, YG (laughs) celebrates with Robert Woods. And that just blew up and, like, you know, it got, like, 20 retweets in a minute. And it's just, like, you got to be cognizant of what's going on and what people are talking about and what, you know, who this dude is, who this dude is because – You know, not every Joe Schmo on the street knows who YG is is, or knows what Stay Dangerous is or knows, you know, why this isn't important because he's from, you know, he's from the L.A. area, he's from Compton. That's why it's, you know, why he's there celebrating, going crazy. Um, A lot of it, like I keep saying, is just paying attention and just knowing what's going on, what's trending. You know, you don't have to be like on top of the, you know, trending topics all the time. But um, my creative process is honestly just like, hey, this might look cool. Let's try it. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't, and I mean, you know, there's for me, there's no exact science behind it. Um, I just, I'm, I'm just not afraid. I'm just not afraid to try and fail. You know what I mean? Because if you're afraid to try and if you're afraid to fail, then you're never gonna succeed. So you gotta, you gotta just try, and if it fails, it fails. If it works, it works. And so far, I mean, for me, it's been working, and and um, I'm happy. You know, my progress so far.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the best things with that is like with social media, with podcasting. These are these new phenomenons, right? so you can kind of uncharted kinda, ground. You can create as you go. You right. can just kind of figure it out as you go and whatever's going to work is going to work. Right. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about this on Monday and just yeah, just really creating your own path but a lot of, you know, cuz the big corporations and networks so to speak, they haven't gotten control of it yet. Right. And we feel like, you know, what's going to happen when that time comes, then we're just going to create another avenue. And to that
2: point, you know, you see a lot of companies now that are starting to get into like, you know, the meme tweet game. And it's corny because it's so oh, pushed. It's so it's so you can see it's voice. You, you can tell, you know, and there's a there's tell. a there's a specific, you know, um, sports network. Um, that's the worldwide leader in sports. They say that's <laughs> really trying to do that. And a lot of the times it's really corny. And and it's and it's not it's not sincere in the sense of like you Dude, know. But here's the thing, though. What's your brand? Stick to your brand. You know what I mean? Or like, do, you you that, do you think the you thing is too? they don't
0: have people in place? Sorry to cut you off, Brian. People in place that can actually that know what they're doing with this. That's that true. actually into the culture of whatever that might be with this. I think
2: to the contrary, I think they have some of the best people on it. I think it's just because it's ESPN and nobody like respects them for being like let's compare ESPN and complex, you know what I mean? Like for example, if you're doing a comp if complex, you know, they're they're part of the culture, mm. right? <laughs> if they do something Are they? For those well, listening, there were air quotes um, <laughs> in that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying in comparison to ESPN, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, Complex yeah, yeah, is a Right They're the right. alleged
1: right. worldwide leader of culture.
2: Right. So if they're doing it, it seems a lot more... <laughs> Loosely
1: Dexter. <laughs>
2: it seems a lot more... Or even like, you know, The Fader. You can do anybody, right. really. Yeah, yeah. Um, as opposed to like ESPN trying to do it and they're just, tr- you know, they look kind of corny doing it. And it's just... It's just... Every time I see them trying to do something cool, it's just the... You You know, hey, fellow kids, how you doing? You know what I mean?
1: But "Mm." you know what the thing is? It's like, and you're right, first of all. And the thing is with places like that and just also people with a bunch of followers or whatever, and they'll do certain things and it's going to get traction just because the person is the person or the company is the company. And that's another issue that we have to talk about, I guess, because with social media, there are great tweets that don't pop. I'm sure you've experienced that. Yeah, there are great social media tweets that don't pop. But if you get to a certain place, it's not going to matter because people are just going to pop regardless. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get the numbers as soon as you get a million followers, and it's not going to matter. People aren't going to tell you you suck because you have so many
2: followers. It's just the biggest thing is authenticity. I think it's authenticity. I agree. What is what is what as ESPN? What are you? Yeah. You're not a meme place. You're not a place where you know you're doing you know funny photoshops or whatever yeah. you're a place that you're the worldwide leader in sports so be that yeah but don't if you have, try to be a cool but, 13 year old 14 15 but, 17 but,
1: year old but, but you know what but, if if if, mm-hmm. if they get if they get somebody that can do it if espn hires you they can become they can become that see that's
0: that that's <sighs> my question to that is can and brian brings that up and it's like can that happen right if you have or maybe it doesn't matter you tell me if it i don't doesn't. think it does because but, why yeah. if it, well and i want sister listeners to clear what i'm asking rob is if you get the right person in place, which Brian is saying, if you get the person that can, you believe that can do this job right. well. We're like, we believe Rob Lopez could do this job well. Right. Let's put him at ESPN. He'll really connect with the kids. I'm just trying to think how the old people there are thinking. They're like, yo, we're trying to connect with the kids. Does that matter at all? No, and-
2: because, because at the end of the day, you could hire me. You could hire whoever is the best in social media. At the end of the day, am I posting that from my account or am I posting that from ESPN's account?
0: You'll be posting from ESPN's account, right? And so, what you're saying, at least what I think you're saying, is that people still going to look at the brand and be like, Yo, "It's That's all not about real. it's
2: all about brand and authenticity." At the end of the day, who are you, and so, what are you doing? Because if you know, think about ESPN and and like they could do like different stuff where they don't have to create these memes. They could do something where they interview a player and it's an exclusive for social media that will get the same amount of traction as a dumb meme. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they yeah. want to be cool. They see the yeah, kids yeah, yeah, over. They, yeah, see, they, they see, want. They I see, mean, they, they can, can be cool, point.
0: but their ratings are showing they're not. Yeah, the, the kid they, What the, I I'm just trying to think the way they're thinking, and it's like no. And I get it. We see the kids over here doing this, so let's get a part right. of that action, right? If we're the worldwide leading sports, why can't we be the worldwide leading sports and being right? <laughs> I, I mean, I and it I, and I get stuff.
2: where they're coming from, but like at the end of the day. But your answer,
0: I get too. I totally yeah. get what you're saying. You're saying it comes back to and history. I see it.
2: I see it. I mean, if you look at the mentions, anytime they make something, people are like, "Delete, corny. Delete, get out of here. Delete, get out of here." That's true. You know, you want to compare them to ble- Let's compare it them to Bleacher them. Report. It you know what I mean? Bleacher reports get gets into the culture, into the sense of where they have people like YG come and do a, a special story with Cooper Cup or whatever. To, or yeah. they did just what did they do yesterday, Kike Hernandez, where they he created a um, a walk up song. YG did for him for the playoff push. Well, what
0: do you th- what do you think that difference is? You just mentioned two different companies. You mentioned Bleacher Report. You mentioned ESPN. What do you think the difference is that where you say one might be connecting with a younger audience or it's la- should I say more diverse audience mm. in sports, whereas another more established company might not necessarily be doing that. Why do you think that's happening? It's
2: just I think a lot of it's perception. I think a lot of it perception is reality. So it's like the same thing. If if somebody's out here and they're and they're on their Instagram or whatever posting pictures from Santorini, Greece, right? And they're posting all these pictures, all oh, looking my vacation, whatever. And meanwhile, they're just sitting on the couch and they took those pictures like last week. You know what I'm saying? Like perception, or they paid
0: one of those those companies and right. like, I do it for you. you right? Know how that goes. Yeah.
2: Um, a lot of it's perception. So like when like Bleachers relatively new. I mean, they're like what ten years in, yeah. fifteen something like that. Yeah. ESPN's been around since the 70s. And And it wasn't
1: that long ago that Bleacher Report's content was just lists over and over and over. It was just a content. They've evolved since
2: then. And I think a lot of it's perception in the sense of, like, we're looking at ESPN, that's the old guard. You know, whenever when I'm talking to my friends about a story, they're like, oh, yeah, I just checked out the story in ESPN about yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: meanwhile, if you go to Bleacher, you know, you see all the, the videos they create, the content they create. And it's dope. And it's because they know that their demographic or, or their audience is more of a newer generation. And they want that from this company as opposed to a company like ESPN in the sense where they're just, you know, they're the old guard and they're the best at what they do, which is breaking news, reporting news, doing the stories stick to that you don't have to go and be like hey come on kids let's all hang out like you don't have to just be you. Be great at what right. you're doing and it's 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 you know you don't have to dive into different things and say hey let's be a part of the culture and let's do this and that it's dumb it's it's just for me it's dumb i don't see the i don't see a benefit in it and i mean i understand you know this is what the advertising you know people money are saying to do But in the same sense, it's like, you know, your company, you want it to be as authentic as possible, I believe. And you want to portray that as much as you can. You know, if you're in something, it's Ron Swanson. If anybody's watched Parks and Rec, he says, why half ass 10 things when you can whole ass two things? Yeah. You know what I mean? So why, why do you have to, you know, try to get, you know, with the kids and also break stories and also do this and also do that? When you can just be really good at one thing and just kill it.
1: But I think it goes back to what we were saying before. They're just trying to figure out social media. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's For sure what it is. For exactly. sure. Because we're, we're all very really They're trying, trying to, to catch f- up. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're
2: behind because they rested on their TV laurels too much. And now they're like, oh, damn, we're losing viewers. Mm-hmm. We're losing ratings because everybody's just getting their news on social media now.
1: Yeah. No, that's very true. That's that's. A, that's I mean, if, a good if, point, if it's like that for ESPN, then imagine some of these other places right. that are doing the exact same thing that they're doing, even with you know a big budget like right. Fox. Right. Exactly. Right. And they're
0: even more behind. What do you? Obviously, you're into social media, but what do you think of the impact of social media in, in what you've seen in the last couple of years? There's certain ways you look at it. Obviously, you just mentioned it's a place we get our news. Um, but sometimes there's a lot of things we see within social media that might not be toxic that great. it might yeah a lot toxic's a good word yeah, a good, a lot good word what do you see that's toxic
2: well i mean a lot of it uh, i guess the the bullying culture um the the sense of trying to roast somebody on social media um, you know all that type of stuff uh, to me i mean i'm you know i'm about to be 27 next week and i think it's corny but i'm a grown man as opposed to like a 15 year old kid with you know a picture of ben simmons as his you know twitter picture just making a joke about you know whoever um a lot of it's toxic because they they they're all gang up on one person and just pick on them to no end to the point where they can't use their phone you know what i mean i know people who have gone through that because of specific outlets that have um made it a point to harass this person Mm. um harassment is really bad on social media i mean ariana grande for example when mac miller died yeah People were in her comments blaming her for his death.
1: Yeah, and we like, spoke about that. What, it, like that and doesn't the, make no sense, the, man. The, the worst part about that is too is that you knew that was gonna happen. Also. Of course, because like, of how social coming. media is, but, and it's so it's just so easy for people to. It's so easy to do, right? You send out a tweet, boom. Right, and you're tagging the other person and you're insulting them or whatever it right. is. It's just such an easy thing to do that people are just going to do it regardless. And the fact that they don't have to move anywhere to do it, they can do it for the comfort of their own home. Do it home. on the toilet. Do it, just, yeah, to whatever, whatever, which is probably yeah. how most of it gets done. Right. And I, I just think a, t- a
2: toxic social media, because ninth, I guarantee you, if you walk up to that same person who made that comment, they are not going to bring that same energy to see in the street. I ground. guarantee it,
0: ninety
1: nine percent. So
2: returns. it's it's it it gives people a sense of you know saying, "Hey, I'm in power here. I can say whatever I want." And sometimes they say whatever they want. See, that's a,
0: that's a good word and there too. I, I think that. Some things on social media have. There's a lot of people who feel powerless, and social media has given them this avenue to feel like they have power, oh. and it's been used in in, in many dif- different and dangerous ways. And so you see this where people are just attacking, like you said, other other artists, uh, athletes, or even just writers, like writer, a writer. Yeah. Well, like- I
1: mean, that's how we got this dude in office. Was that
0: right there? I mean what yeah. you said about social yeah, media but, but, and people feeling powerless and and, and, and and people are fed off of that and I think sometimes He what, fed
1: off of that for his whole campaign well, and that's he did. how he got in. I, I,
0: I just also think there's it's created this culture where, you know, there's not enough com- true conversations being right. had. Yeah. And it's just people Attack, looking to attack because you're like I can point out your flaw in this. 100%. I can do this. I can, and or judging based on their opinions yeah. or
2: things they tweet or stuff they post on Instagram. Right. People are very 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 judgmental, and
0: it's like you don't know this person's story at all. Right, or you're not even taking time to what what they don't I care to what, know either. What I see lacking is is critical thinking. Mm-hmm. That's what I've seen come out of this. Sometimes it's like you're not even thinking critically about this. It's just about being on the attack and right. reacting in the moment. And so, while I, while I think there are things that are absolutely dope about social media, at the same time, I'm glad even for you, somebody who works in it, can say, hey, there's some stuff here that's like kind of toxic, and we need to look at this societally as we go forward. I
2: mean, even working at, at where I work now, at FanDuel you know, we, we handle a lot of gambling and stuff and and money stuff. And, and, you know, if something bad happens, we'll get it in, in their mentions all the time. You know, this guy didn't do this or this guy got benched. I want my money. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you know, people will go off and I understand it's their money. I get it. Um, but it's just, you know, a lot of social media can be different. Um, can, can be a way for some people to feel like, they're in control when they've never really been in control of a scenario yes. in their life. And I, especially with kids, you know, it's, it's, you know, I have younger cousins and stuff and I see them literally on their phone, on Instagram, just, you know, commenting a picture, you know, they're not being mean, but they're, you know, putting hard eyes on Drake's picture or whatever. And they're like, I'm talking to Drake. That's what their mindset is. <laughs> no, though, you you not. know what I mean? But they're 12 and 13. They don't know. I don't want to have kids. Man. You know what I mean? They don't know better. <laughs> they think they're talking to Drake and Drake's going to see that comment. You know what I'm I saying? I
0: mean, he might, he might slide in there. Yeah. Well, he's They're 13, 13. I don't know about that. So nah, that would be well, bad. That'll be bad. That'll
2: be. And another thing choice. on top of social media, the recent Twitter rumor of him, like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Brian? Like him, <laughs> him. Uh, I posted. Dating who is who's who's Jimmy James? Bella Harris. Yeah, Bella Harris who's, The 18 year old yeah, That was 16 who's, who's She's, she's a daughter a quick, of a Somebody oh, right I think man. it's
1: Jimmy Jam I think she's the daughter Maybe. Of Jimmy Jam Check but they were They were messing around at
2: 16 Or they were well, taking no, pictures Well no Well at 16 He was taking pictures with her Yeah and
1: Well come on You take pictures like that Come on man Yeah And and, and now she's turned 18 He, had, he has Just bars no
2: hugging up wow. Whatever he, he has suspect bars too If
1: you listen and,
2: to them. And then people want to go ahead and Drake's for example I'm a huge Drake fan Like yeah. I love Drake's music I love, I've been Fans is like 07. You like, said Drake's music comeback season. Clarify. <laughs> yeah, I've been a big Drake fan since like oh seven, um, and like people on social media want to go ahead and put a make a video, for example, kind of just saying oh he he likes younger girls because he's you know hugging up on her and he's friends with Millie Bobby Brown. From Stranger yeah, Things, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he right. and and she texts him for advice, but people are taking comment like quotes out of context and saying like, "Oh, he texts me at night," and then cutting off like that. So, so social media can be, in a sense, it, it's great. You know what I mean? That I connected with Brian on there, for example. Um, I connected with a lot of people. I mean, there's. There's a time, hard knocks, I, I would share, i shared clips from that, and I had people from HBO follow me and say, hey, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, promotion for That's that dope. stuff. That's dope. That's interesting. That's, That's dope, dope because, to acknowledge it, too.
1: Yeah, I would think that, you know, I would think that, especially with somebody like HBO, that they would be like, oh, can you take that down? You're right. Stealing which it. You, I would, you've which ran, you ran into that. Before. Oh, yeah, I've, I've though, been suspended. Remember, I've been suspended on I re- Twitter. I remember, so, so many times. I, I kind of wanted you to talk about this because I remember specifically, because we were talking about this before when Death Pen, you posted a clip from, I don't remember what it was, but it was a clip that was going around. You guys had it. Bleacher Report got it. Uh, probably Fox Sports 1's Twitter account got right. it. And then you guys were suspended and nobody else was. Right, And you were sort of using that as a platform to, I guess, fight for independent media in that sense, which right. we all obviously relate to because we're all pretty much independent media. Right, Dexter still is, even though he's with AccuWeather. And then, so like- <laughs> I will always still be independent media. That's what I'm saying. Well, you own Backpack Broadcasting. That's right. So there you that's go. So I just want
0: people to know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in that's, case there's anybody who had that, questions. That, the cockiest that I've
1: heard of in- 45 episodes of doing this.
0: That's well, cocky by me saying I'm always defend the No, me. it's not, but oh, okay. I'm just calling I'll you that. Okay. But, yeah, but, but
2: you, you were using I remember, that. I remember what clip it is. It was from LeBron's original shop, The Shop. Um, This mm-hmm. was last year. When he first okay. did The Shop last year, it wasn't on HBO at the time. It was, like, from the 2016 All-Star, All-Star game, game, I think, yeah. when they were in New Orleans. Columbus, it was, like, mm-hmm. him, Draymond Green, blah 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 blah, Maverick Carter. There was a clip. He said something. I forget what he said, and I posted it just on our Hoops Twitter account um and in in like i guess within like 12 hours i got a couple thousand retweets and, and likes and shares and stuff um and we got it removed and we got suspended for sharing multiple clips and we were down i mean like for independent media like us that's a blow that's huge for us that's yeah. like stopping like you had a making whole thread money. for them you had a whole thread for them i remember that. yeah it's dumb because I understand in the sense where, like, okay, you working with Fox Sports, you're working with Bleacher, you're working with ESPN, whatever, and they can share the clip. I get that. But at the same in the same sense, there's a person who works for these companies that goes out of their way to find these clips mm. that are copyright clips and put a strike on it, on a, a, a Twitter strike through it. And for us... As an independent media site who we're not verified, we don't, you know, we don't have a huge, huge following, you know, we're kind of doing it on our own through our own network. That's a big blow. We were suspended for a week.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they don't think, they don't think of it that way. No, because they
2: think at their bottom line. At the end of the day, it's their bottom line. And as a, as a, as a platform, you know, Twitter wants to make sure like, hey, you know, we don't want copyright, you know, content to come out. But if you flip it to Instagram and Facebook, because Facebook owns Instagram, Mm -hmm. When you, whenever you upload a, a, a copyrighted music clip, for example, like um, some, the Mavericks made something with Dirk and a Kanye West song a couple years ago. Bad choice. Um, well, this was pre-Maga Kanye. Um, yeah. Still
0: and Naomi Naomi, <laughs> Naomi Gray, I, one of our f- previous guests, would strongly disagree. With that. <laughs> um, Don't so care they did she's a clip. in Minnesota now. They did a clip with Dirk. <laughs>
2: And we went to share it on Instagram. And basically, as soon as we uploaded it, we got flagged for copyright because they have like a scanner thing that, like, there's this weird technology where it scans clips to hear for copyrighted music. Right. Um, and Instagram and Facebook does this thing where, and I think Facebook, I think I just ran into this last week with Tiger Woods when he was um, winning that tournament or that, you know, uh, whatever he was winning. Um, I tried to upload a PGA Tour clip and they blocked it, but they said, hey, you know, they gave a warning and said, you know, this might be a copyrighted item. We're giving you the option to delete it before you upload it. I think that's fair. But yeah. We need that's more. Fair. We need yeah, more yeah. of that kind And of I control. think, that's honestly, you know. if, if I got a DM yeah. from somebody from, I guess, Un- Uninterrupted or, or Spring Hill inter- Entertainment that said, hey, can you take this down? Sure. I'll yeah, so in you, a minute. you're,
0: you're going to respect the other people's copyright. Right.
2: Because at the end of the day, for me, we're a news outlet independent where we're a news outlet and people want to see that stuff and that content and people want to see it and they don't want it Nine half the time people don't want to click on a link to watch a video they want to see it right there in their timeline right so if it's something that's good and it's lebron james i mean anything this guy i mean this guy sneezes the wrong way people are gonna take it out of context um so like for me i was just like at the time i was just like hey i'm gonna try i'm gonna post it because, I mean, this is a this is a topic people are going to talk about or are already talking about, and I want to provide full context to what's going on.
0: Has, has, that, has that experience made you hesitant to post other things you see? Of course. So now you, you're moving with a sort of trepidation about, hey, maybe I shouldn't yeah. do this, I shouldn't mean, do that.
2: I mean, just this morning, that clip I was talking about earlier with the Dipset thing, we didn't post it on our Def Pen Hoops Twitter account because we have a bunch of strikes. And we didn't want to be like, all right, we're going to get a strike from the music you know from the copyright people that right. say hey last strike you're out of here and suspend your account for 2 weeks now um so we mm-hmm. posted in another account that doesn't have so many strikes it's just you know it it's 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 good like social media i love it's the modern day newspaper they say um you know it's taking over and, and it's how people are able to get the news and also communicate with each other um but at the same time it can be like it can it can be a very toxic place and it can also be detrimental to a lot of independent and, and smaller News, you know, outlets and and even people. Uh, you remember the clip over the summer with um, the umpire talking to Terry Collins oh, about Chase Utley's ejection clip. from last ah, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's one of my. I love that. Yes.
2: MLB went out of their way to suspend the dude who shared the clip. I remember suspended that. his account, deleted the video, and scrubbed the video from every web. ESPN Bleacher. Nobody has it. Yeah, I have. I saved it on my computer, but <laughs> you can't find it anywhere. Nice and. You know that's just a, you know, a big entity saying, "Hey, stop this." Even though what the umpire did wasn't bad, right? and it doesn't surprise you that it's baseball,
1: right? Do you know what I mean. Another sport in the stone come back ages, to that for me.
2: the sport in the stone age in terms of social media, they're starting to learn to do it now. Even the NFL with with the um, the checkdown, they're starting to understand. All right, we need to be a part of the social media culture because the NBA got it immediately Quickly right away and was on it as yep. so, soon right, as right, as soon yeah. as any social media stuff. The NBA. Doesn't have rules for their content. You can put highlights. You can post clips. You can post. I, post, part I know they were do it. the film yep. schools who do like the little like Lakers yeah. film room. Knicks film school, Knicks which film are school. tremendous. I love. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. that. Um, people do breakdowns. People do even like funny meme videos, like all that stuff, because the NBA at the end of the day, that's promotion for them. And, and, and they were and smart, so smart about that
0: because you think about how that allows someone like Zach Lowe to do his job, or it allowed independent sites, like you mentioned, like the Knicks film school, to come up and do that, which I love. And these guys are breaking it down. Right. It's like they should be able to break down these clips they're not free advertising they're not putting out but the nba has got a lot of things ahead of the curve right. baseball've been surprised at because they were kind of the first league major league here in the states that got it with video and i used to work at mlb.com back in 2006 2007 they were like kind of the leader in putting video out mm-hmm. there and then getting it onto platform mobile mobile platforms, but they totally missed the mark when it came to pushing social. that on social media. Mm. And so the
2: NFL was like that too. I remember, yeah, because they
0: wouldn't allow you to put clips. You couldn't I, put highlights. No, on the NFL. But I remember.
2: Yep. I remember even now, if, if if you do a specific thing on Twitter, you can copy a link to a video and paste it, and yep. it'll be embedded, a, an embedded video um, that you can tweet out. The NFL, like two years ago, I remember they suspended our Sports Twitter account because we were posting
0: highlights. Oh, y'all got a lot of strikes and suspensions. Oh man, <laughs> it, it was—they're they, coming for y'all. <laughs> I
2: mean, we're we're trying, we're doing all we can to clean it up. It's a yeah. it's a process for sure. Um, but I mean, I'm not ashamed. You know, like I said, no try reward. and fail. I mean, like yeah, you got to try. I mean, some of the stuff hits and and it does very well. Yeah. Um, some of the stuff works, and then we kind of get you know stuffed at the stuffed at the rim, so to speak. Um. <laughs> So I mean, it's 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 good and bad, and I'm glad to see the NFL and MLB, you know, catching up to the NBA in a sense of like, hey, you gotta do stuff on social. If you don't, you're gonna be left behind because everybody's pushing forward. That's why there's an NBA Twitter. You know what I mean? That's yep. why this is a big thing that Twitter Sports is getting behind NBA Twitter, not NFL Twitter. They're yep. not getting behind MLB Twitter, definitely NFL not Twitter. Twitter. Well, yeah, we can, yeah, um, but um, no, you're right. You know, it's it's the reason why Twitter's saying, Hey, this is a good thing, we should keep doing it. So I think I think, you know, social media to encapsulate this all, uh, social media has goods good and bad. And um, you know, I think people should start doing more good, but of course there's always gonna be bad. This personally. is a
0: good this is a good conversation that we're having around social media and sports. I know Brian's wanted to have to have this one for a long time. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk with Rob a little bit more about, you know, working as an independent media outlet. Um, some of the struts, oh, we can relate. Some of the struggles with corporate media and things that things that we don't like that we see in social media. Maybe for some other journalists and companies, we're going to talk about that. And uh, we're going to talk. We're all Mets fans here, so we're going to talk about the end of the 28th se- se- oh. season for the New York Mets. Yes, a sigh, which is what we do every year when it comes to the New York Mets. We sigh like that. We'll talk a little about Tom that. Smith got a home run the other day, and huh? the end of David Wright's career. I'm going to ignore that. We'll talk about more about that when we come back on the A Heart to Tell podcast. There are tiered levels of patronage, and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Welcome back to the Heart to Tell podcast episode 45 and we have not yet to pick an athlete's number for this episode. If you don't know Rob, now you know this is what we do. Yeah, Every episode we pick a number of an uh, athlete we like that we think fits the episode. And it gets to be quite interesting because Brian thinks he knows it all, so he thinks he knows the <laughs> fact who I'm going to pick before yeah. uh, we actually pick it, and it's he's wrong. He doesn't little, know anything. It's a little
1: segment we do a game we play. We started right. doing so. We started doing it at episode 30. Uh, what we're gonna do is when we get to 100, we're gonna go like whoever's like double zero. Oh, so 100 will probably be Gilbert Arenas or something like that. Should just know. do Will.
0: Yeah, that would be dope for a hundred. That's oh, actually a good thing. Okay. He should have a hundred. You're yeah. kind of right about that. We'll keep that in mind. That's a good, see, that's a, that's actually a good a while thing from now. Or, <laughs> or, or, or I could just mess with Brian's world and just retire from the podcast. Right, <laughs> I retire right, right at 99. 99. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of recording a hundred, just leave. <laughs> but like, yo, yeah, I'm done. I'll, I'll just I'll do, pull, pull Avante Davis. Uh, just, uh, just, uh, just uh, yo, yeah, I'm out of Wow. Here. So <laughs> we sorry, start, Matt. Rest- uh, Our produ- engineer Matt is a Bills fan, so uh, that probably wasn't great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just realized that he probably is not, uh, <laughs> quitting on the team is not thing he wanted to to hear about. Damn, that sucks. Monte Dave was a good corner, too. Yeah, but he really just peaced out. Yeah. I mean, yo, caught some, an Uber, like the
1: story was. like He just caught an Uber and just left. Yeah. Just we're
0: like we're going to come back to that. Yeah, I have
1: thoughts about you know, that. It's like, it's like I said on one of the recent podcasts we had, quitting is underrated. But anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> number 45, we got Sean Bradley again. He's back. Sean Bradley with the Nets. Hell no. <laughs> you miss me, Sean Bradley. <laughs> uh, some of these I just put in to so obviously mess with Dexter. You could tell which ones. The worst. <laughs> uh, AC Green. Okay. Rick Smits. No. You miss me, Rick Smits. Former NEC player of the year, I he, think. He, you
2: know, underrated guy on the Pacers, I will oh, say, I in that run. He, he was. was. Big, he underrated he was. big man. He didn't have a problem guarding Shaq. He no, was. I'll what say
1: was, that. What, what Great was, battles with Patrick Ewing, too. What was, yeah. the, what was the Game Boy game? Was it NBA in the Zone? What was the Game Boy here game here that had have... Ryan referring? Hold to his on, age again. hold on. Marcus on the cover? Marcus? Mar- no,
0: Marcus Camby was on the cover. Oh. I don't Rick
1: Smith was really good in that game. NBA Nick's, inside, Nick's NBA inside Camby. drive.
0: <laughs> NBA inside drive. That's what it was called. Marcus Camby was on the cover. <laughs> I don't know. Was it? it was Vince Carter. No, 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 no. It was not Vince
1: Carter. What are you talking about? It I'm talking about a Game Boy part. game. Oh, no, I mean, no, no. Marcus Camby, I video game. I, I played all my NBA games Boy, on the PlayStation. Cover As you I'm talking about 1999 like or a whatever. basketball game on a handheld? Look, I couldn't even imagine Rick Smiths that. was nice No, it was in, in the zone. Marcus Camby That's was in the That's what I'm saying, in, in the the zone. Zone. Rick Smith was so good in that game. I just whatever. And this
0: actually, Rob, this was on PlayStation. I Look at the cover right here. It's was an like, old PlayStation. What? I had it on Game Boy. What are y'all Kanani. laughing at? Yeah, you yeah. up,
1: right? <laughs> huh? What are you saying? Yeah, Yo, you're surprised that I'm not a pothead, right? Like <laughs> the, the, the fun that I would be having if I smoked, yo, you have no. no you'd be
0: he knows Whatever. He knows what. He knows exactly what year he had this game, and you probably know where that game is. This at. is see. This is why we Must got something. Nice.
1: This is why we got something else coming soon. But I'm going to leave it at that. Anyway, anyway Bob that, Gibson. Yeah.
2: He had right. a nice home run. Pedro
1: Martinez. Okay, so now we're in my wheelhouse.
2: John Franco, again in my wheelhouse. Brooklyn. Tug McGraw. No. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell. Okay. That's the homie. He's nice. I've met him before. He's
1: a really nice dude. I feel like Matt's a Met fan too. Matt's not his
2: dad works in the Mets. That's right. Mm
1: -hmm. Matt is not here, so he can't force us to put Donovan Mitchell. But I know he's gonna be upset if we put don't put Donovan Mitchell and he might put it (laughs) he might rebel and put it in himself. So that might happen. I'm just letting you know. And Michael Jordan, forty five. To come can't, back. can't, yeah, we can't do Mike because it's my first time, so you can't do
2: Mike. Okay, I don't think we can do Mike. I think, yeah, you're nah, I think, Mike I think, is reserved for coming back. I think you're yeah, both. Shout, I mean, five. shouts to Mike. You know, yeah. not my good. I, I my guy. I my think guy you're going is, Pedro.
0: Yeah, that's my guy. You're both going Pedro. Go I'm Pedro. a Pedro guy. All right, all right, I I'll mean, go. I love Franco, but
2: uh, Billy but, Wagner kind of stole his shine a little bit as a Mets closer. But
0: uh, I, I'm a Pedro guy. I love Pedro. Guy, I love Pedro. I love Pedro.
2: Love what he did to Don Zimmer's head. Yes. Yo,
0: see, we were just
2: talking.
1: So we were just talking about this like two. Podcast ago, I'm like, that's one of my favorite baseball moments. Oh, um, I mean, That's just one of my favorite baseball f- moments. I, I remember watching violence. that live. We can get into the match right now. I remember this. watching that live
2: when he just went, whoop, and just tosses that. I down. was like, oh. Hey,
1: yo, I was. that old man down. I was. I'm not going to say my age, because Dexter hates when I do that. Yes. But I remember I was laughing very, very hard, even at
0: that age. Yeah, I remember yeah, watching that. Yeah, you laugh hard at this age tonight. Yeah, let's go with Pedro. <laughs> I like the Pedro. Right, so you're, you're fine with Pedro. I mean, I, he's, but he's but with, Dominican. Wait, 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 wait.
1: we're going Boston, Pedro. No, Matt's Pedro. Nah,
0: gotta be Boston Pedro, man. That All right, fine. Boston, dominant Pedro. Bo- Boston Pedro was. But dominant. if you put Matt, with- he's the one that threw nah, B- Boston,
2: but Yeah, Boston Pedro was dominant. Yeah, Boston Pedro was so. Good, that was
1: man. yeah. That's although really Matt's got- Pedro,
0: he came he was in '05 no, he and was helped solid. that turnaround. Yeah, and- yeah. He, was he, solid. Was he was good for the
1: for first couple of years. Yeah, I almost bought his. Job. All right, so we're going. Oh, we're going with Pedro. Boston. We're Pedro with Donovan
0: Pedro. Mitchell would have been my second choice, actually. Mine would have been forty-five, Michael. Okay. No, I'm not with him on that. And no, I'm I would I would have vetoed that one. Too. Yeah. We, yeah, we, yeah, would have done that. Um, <coughs> we'll go Pedro. All right, so we're going with Pedro. Speaking
1: of the Mets though, David Wright retiring. You tweeted out something recently, Rob. You tweeted out something that you're going to be uh, uh what was your reaction? That you were going to be sad about this? Oh, yeah. I mean,
2: you know, for me Growing really, up. Dex. But really, like, like for me though, like when I was growing up, like uh, you know, I'm 15 and '06. You know what I mean? 14 and 05. You know what I'm saying? So like I grew up with Wright and Reyes. Those that was that was, that was my infield. Um, you know, my wow. dad was a is a huge Mets fan. My dad, you know, he's the one that who instilled the sports in me from when I was born. You know, I was I, the first thing he put in me on me was a Giants onesie. You know, as soon as I well, well, at least, well, at least
0: he put some winning on you. <laughs> you weren't getting with the yeah,
2: uh, yeah. He put the he put the Giants onesie on me, as the story goes, um, and yeah, I mean he he's the one who instilled like the sports in me, and I've always you know, like I said earlier with this, <laughs> the story about Stuart Scott, he was the one I would do the sports centers for. Sorry, you know, I'm shaking so. my
0: head because I realized uh, I, did, I did the opposite of your dad, and I put a Jets onesie on my daughter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And a uh, next one, yeah, that probably makes me a horrible parent. So, the, the next one, not as bad. Savone's gonna
1: be so pissed when she's
0: 12. <laughs> <laughs> she might be pissed now, she <laughs> might be pissed off right now. So, any, any, any... daddy Chris stops towards ACL. <laughs> Why are you wishing negative things? He did tear his ACL. So. You're saying, I thought you said like it's gonna happen again. No, 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 no. I hope line. not.
1: I hope not. He huh. can be, you know, he's yeah. good,
0: yeah, yeah. But... Shortly after she wore that jersey, that's whatever. We're not going to go into that. Oh, um, so you're the re- you jinx. I'm not the reason. <laughs> you no, jerk. No, 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 no. Anyway, anyway, um, the Mets. You yeah. They, the Mets. I love the
2: Mets. Oh six. You know, I was there in 2015 when they went to the. You know, I was there the last game of 2015. I was there for um, the first wild card game 2015. I almost went. I was gonna go to the World Series game if they got that far. Um but they got you know the the royals handled them earlier than that but yeah i mean i've been a, i've been a big mets fan the last couple of years i kind of fell off my brother honestly my brother's a way bigger mets fan than me like he knows the dudes in the farm system he knows all the bench coaches and i'm just like uh cool yeah i know uh mcneil's good like you know what i mean like john smith's really good you know um just because a lot of the guys are transition guys you know what i'm saying like they're it's not it's not the same mets i knew from even 2015 or 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 even before in 06 you know there's not a lot of household names so to speak you know i know um you know reyes is still there right The, the right retirement for me though is like it's 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 sad in the sense that like He's not going on his own terms. Hmm. He's going because his back or whatever, his back, his hip is all Spine types of messed up. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's sad. It sucks. And, and like, I guess the doctor said he can only play, like, two more games. Like, if he plays any more, he's probably going to be, like, paralyzed, which is, like, crazy to me that, like, you can do something you love to the point where – and Steve Nash, I think, also had something similar mm-hmm. to in his back. Um, where you can't do it, like Steve Nash says, he can't play basketball anymore because it hurts, even to dribble like up and down the court. Um, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it he just drives. sucks to see. I mean, and he's what? He's only like what, thirty six, right? Steve Nash? No, no um, yeah, David right. Wright. David Wright. Yeah, yeah David Wright. Born in eighty two. He's a year older than me. Thirty six. Eighty two um, December.
1: He's good. No, he's gonna be thirty six in December, I think. Yeah, I mean, I remember it, that because Jose Reyes is
2: eighty three. He hasn't played in three years,
1: right? Since like twenty fifteen. Because I, I actually pulled a U. And when that got announced, I actually tweeted out a clip that I cut from uh, the World Series when he played Played. on behalf of uh, the Mets against the Royals, and he had the big game with, I think it was four RBIs. The
2: one for me that I will always remember is that game against the Nationals when he hit the home run to clinch the NL East in 2015, or I think it was the NL East. It was a game against the Nationals. He hit a home run, Yeah, I think it was in Washington. I I think you're right and he was rounding the bases and he like pumped his fist. Oh my god. That that moment like I'm getting chills right now. Like that moment is like the David Wright moment because he didn't have anything in 06 and he was really good from like 07, 8, 9. He was an all-star, yeah. he was MVP candidate. Those he was, was very good. Years. Yeah. And then, you know, in 2015, he started getting the injury, and then that game against the Nationals, that was just like, oh, perfect, perfect. It was just a perfect, like, you know, kind of cherry on
0: top of his career. I think what's hard for me is, is like, I'm I'm sad to see him go, but he's been gone kind of in my right. mind already. Hmm. You know, like, I, the last couple of years I looked at the team, and I was like, oh, well, you know, he's he's not here. I wasn't counting him, expecting him to be back. I think it's lovely what the Mets are doing for him and bringing him back, and he's going to get a cup final at bat. He's going to play a little bit in the field. We bring him to the front office, office too. I think as a scout or something. I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm going to oh, watch. That, the, I'm going to watch. some oh, of Somebody. I, who,
2: I think he said he wants to do it. Or something. I would like to see that. I think he's good. I don't it. know if he'll be good at it, but I would like to see or it. Well, I think he'd be he's good. Smart. Some kind of player yeah. development yeah, too. He's of just good. being around the young guys. Well, I mean, a lot of the guys now, uh, you know, he comes around the clubhouse and hangs out with the guys, and a lot of the young guys say that he's very influential in talking okay. to some of the younger guys. Like Dom, you know, he's he's there and he's and he's working with them. I think. Oh my God! What's his name? Uh, that Rosario? Well, wow. Rosario too. But Flores said that David Wright helped him a lot when he first started coming in, especially through that trade, you know, fiasco. He Fell said David, third baseman. Yeah, he said David Wright was you know helping him a lot, texting yeah. him, messaging him, calling him, saying, "Hey, man, it's gonna be all right." You know, if you do get traded, you get traded. You you didn't get traded, so let's keep going, keep pushing. Um, you know, I think like you said, Dex, it's him in a player development type of you know maybe scout, maybe even doing something to the minor league team. I think would be good. Um, just because, I mean, like he's, he's going to go down as one of the great, if not the greatest, I mean, behind Piazza, I would say in my opinion and Seaver, you know, third greatest man of all time. Probably. I mean, yeah,
0: I mean in, t- in t- yeah, in terms of position players, I mean Piazza's the best in terms of position yeah. players. Yeah. Um, and the crazy
2: thing about Piazza is the Mets had even had they only had him for like nine years. Something like it was ninety,
1: nine, 97? ninety eight. Ninety eight until oh 05, five, I think it was. Yeah. So that's he, yeah, he wasn't there in oh six. Because yeah. he yeah. was on the and athletics. But no that sense. but that's and I was gonna make this point too, is that David Wright is also the rare current sort of star that stayed, stayed
2: with, with the one same team. team. And I thought it was gonna be pool I thought that it was gonna be pool oh, I mean, when he went to the Angels. Yeah. Like,
0: man, so it's weird. just sad that David Wright didn't have, you know, as many got to see as many productive seasons for him towards yeah. the end right. of
1: But Jose Reyes too, like I was like I wish that he would if this is
0: it for those him. guys never should have left. I mean, well not he didn't leave Wright well, didn't leave, yeah, but, but they didn't get to stay together. I, I
1: wish I wish he didn't leave but i wish he also didn't end on these terms where you know he's kind of and this is how a lot of guys the mascot reyes is really a mascot yeah, a, lot of, a lot of a lot of guys Mets. age and it's like you're playing you know poorly on your way out right. granted he's not as bad now as he was in the early in the season where he, oh like, people were he saying did. he was gonna get cut yeah yeah, he yeah was really bad. The, you know the mess didn't want to do that they wanted him to go out i guess in a better light but You know, I do wish those two because I remember how exciting that was. I still have I remember when they both came up. Yeah. I still have this I still have this poster in my room. Of course you do. I no no, I still have this poster in my room. It's like a Mets sort of historical poster that starts in nineteen sixty two and it kinda details some of their important years. And it ends in two thousand four. So I put this up when I was younger and in two thousand and four, you see a picture of Wright and Reyes together from spring training. Yeah, the future. And yeah, they're labeled the future, whatever, whatever. And a lot of times, especially in New York sports, you're cynical when you hear this person's going to be the future. Sam Darnold's going to be the future. Geno Smith's going to be the future. Mark Sanchez going to be the future. No, you know what I mean? No. Like you hear this all the time, and you're like, "Oh, this is nonsense" or whatever. But they really, like, almost right away. Because in 05, you saw some hope. Right, came they were there. very yeah. good. And then in '06, boom, NLCS. And then you thought it was going to be better for, uh, from there, but then in 07, 08, they had the collapse years, and then from 09 on, it was just bad. But I was glad that David Wright at least had to have that moment in 2015. So right. I guess that's the moment that's going to stick with me in the World Series, where he had that big performance, and it was the only game they won in that World Series. Yep. You know, and the next year they were good too. He just wasn't as much
0: of a part of that because he didn't really get to play much. Yeah, yeah, man. It's 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 tough to see him go. It's tough to see guys like you know uh, Reyes and him out. You know, it makes me. I remember when they both came up in end of 04 and just watching that and seeing both these guys but right will be missed. It, I just hope he like you said Rob I hope he's still around the team and able to yeah. you know uh impact them in 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 some way going forward but um you know it it'll be interesting seeing the reception on social media. I'm sure it's going to be in his last game it's going to be you know fantastic and great and there's going to be a lot posted about that.
2: The crazy thing about that and and you know we can get out of david Wright after this but the crazy thing about that is the day the day it was rumblings anthony anthony De, uh Como, yeah. yeah um i guess he works for mob.com he's the mets beat writer yes. yes he was tweeting the david Wright press conference because at the time we didn't know like if this was his retirement press conference or if he was saying hey i'm gonna play the last month or whatever when when Como said that like, he's playing this weekend like, like this final weekend I looked at tickets on online and there were nine dollars. I texted my dad. I texted my brother. said, "Hey, do you want to go to the game? Do you want to go?" They're like, uh, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know." I was like, "All right, let's see what happens. You know, let's wait. Let's wait. A, you know, a day." I checked an hour later; those same nine dollar tickets were one hundred and nine
0: dollars. Yeah. And boom! Like that's crazy. Yeah, wow. people, people, people are going to want to see this. Um, before we get out of here, talk. I want to talk a little bit. Bring it back to social media, as we just sure. Said. Um. One of the things that Brian and I see, we see a lot in social media, and we've seen this across time, but Brian's smiling already. And no, folks, people who can't watch this, we are not about to talk about Freddie Gibbs. That is not going to happen. That's not why.
1: Although he did announce an album coming out.
0: Here we go. (laughs) There is a lot of, how do I say it? There's a lot of... uh, Fake news? Fake news. A lot of of phonies out there in terms of the social media game. A lot of people reporting things, or sometimes reporting things and tweeting things, and then saying that they're actually not reporting news at all. Right. Um, how do you, as somebody who watches social media, produces content for social media, how do you feel about that in the game? Like, you know, it, there's a lot of people out there just looking for likes and retweets and we see that and it's just like, what's going on? And why aren't people calling this out?
2: <laughs> well, one, people aren't calling it out because a lot of people are afraid. Um, you know, depending on the situation, whether it's, you know, a potential future work partnership or even, you know, a potential, I guess, uh, for them not wanting to get into a situation, so to speak, to where they don't have a leg to stand on. Um, you know, for me, I, and I did it just this summer, like, where there's people, like, making up stuff or doing a fake Woj account or doing a fake, you know, Chris Haynes account, whatever. And, you know, I've, I've talked to Chris Haynes before about this, and he's he hates it. Like, people just using, because they're disparaging his name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're using his picture. Even if it is fake. Because he's a real reporter. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. And somebody just did this yesterday. There was a thing about Iman Shumpert wasn't at practice, and a bunch of the Little Kings fans were saying that Harry Giles was saying that Iman Shumpert wasn't at practice, but Iman was really on the sidelines. And they were like – um, saying that it was according to Jason Jones, who's a really good reporter, mm-hmm. and they're saying, and Jason was upset. Jason was on Twitter. is like, "I didn't say this. Like, you can't, you can't say this because then a hundred and fifty people will re- retweet that, and they'll run with it as gospel because they saw it on Twitter." That's the thing I always tell people, especially my friends. You know, I grew up with in high school or college, whatever people see stuff on social media and they'll take it as gospel and they'll be yep. like oh i saw this on instagram must be true i saw this on this thing must be true and i'm just like you guys have to vet everything and make sure and also like you know see where it's coming from it's coming from woge 99 percent chance it's good it's true you know outside of the one you know occasion where somebody's like oh that's not true but it's really true he's just saying it's not true
3: yeah
2: um <laughs> And then, and then it also relates to, to to podcasts in a sense where a lot of podcasts now, especially with the newsbreakers, <clears throat> whether it's Woj or Lowe, Zach Lowe or, or even um, Kevin O'Connor with the Ringer, they'll they'll do they'll include these sourced things in their podcast to try to get stuff out, and people will transcribe it on social, and they'll spell a word or they'll 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 put a different word, and it'll make the whole tweet mean. Something completely yeah. different, yep. and it's just like, damn, man, you really messed that up like that. So that's not even what they said. Yeah, it's it's social. As far as like, it, it's the whole I hate that whole like for like culture or like sharing stuff just to get a retweet. Or yeah. I mean, for me personally, on my like, and I work in a social space. You know, I work with people who are heavy into social media. You know, for the for the Count the Dings podcast. You know, Zach Harper. Mm-hmm. He's bi- he's one of the bigger NBA Twitter guys out there, yep. and he's always tweeting because you know that. That's his brand. That's what he does. He can interacts with people. But for me personally, I don't if I'm if I'm tweeting, that means I'm either A on the train, on the bus, or on in a car, bored, or B I have nothing better to do because I don't I don't I was find say on the toilet. I'd, yeah. Or on the toilet, whatever. Like, I, I don't find a need for me personally to go out there and, like, get into a whole argument with somebody about something right. that has nothing to do with anything. Like, I like this album, but you don't like this. It's just
1: dumb. Yo, I agree. So for me. And there's not enough nuance you can give in right. a certain amount of character. We were just talking to Howard Beck about this. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and you know,
2: I, I won't be able to point, point anymore. But as far as like. You know, sharing the fake news and stuff. And I hate to use the term fake news because 45 is the one that kind of coined it. And it's kind yeah. of, you know, detrimental to places like The New York Times or or, or like The Washington Post who are actually doing really good, good work. Journalism. Yikes. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, me being a pure capital J journalist, I guess, you know, going through school and all that stuff. Um all that all that all that fake news and all the stuff that people are kind of trying to say hey this is what my sources are saying and then come to find out a couple months later it's not accurate it's kind of just you know people you know they won't yeah. go back yeah. to check it i will i'll yeah, go back too, and i'll
1: tell you there's no accountability yeah, yeah brian
0: right. brian feels very strongly about no
1: this. accountability and people are just doing it just to get the clout out there and people like you and me are gonna notice that, but obviously, you know, there's certain battles that you're not gonna pick at right. a certain stage to avoid, you know, a certain level of I don't know. And also,
2: like, I just don't care.
1: So my nine times a time, I'm just like, too. I don't care. That's like, I mean, yeah, people. I was gonna say, they're, they're, I don't care to get in a fight in
2: terms of like, I don't care to get in an argument with this person because you're wasting my time. I could be doing a whole bunch of better stuff than
1: arguing with you all day. Yeah, yeah. And also, that's probably not in your character to just take someone down just for the sake of it. However, no, if a deserving. lot of people, a lot of people that are trolls, they just kind of retweet this stuff. And right. they don't think two two seconds about it. And then right. after a few days or whatever, they're not turning back like, hey, you said this was going to happen. Why don't you whatever, whatever, like correct it. And no, that's not going to happen. Right. This is why certain people just keep doing it and just
0: keep putting BS out. there. I agree. I and think, it just I, helps think them. I think that's part of the reason it keeps happening. You
1: could is- get away with that now in the social media game where facts. A lot of people say this jokes are better than facts. I know you've heard that <sighs> saying before, too. And. A lot of times now, especially yeah. like it is it, even it's it very much dilutes journalism and it dilutes real reporting and real reporters and it that also are actually dilutes, trying to break things.
2: It also dilutes character for some people, especially athletes and people will start making jokes and say things about Ben Simmons, for example, and they'll just mm-hmm. make all these jokes and say like Ben Simmons is doing this, this and this. And like you're 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 degrading this guy's character, you know, or yeah. D'Angelo Russell is a prime example of this. He made a mistake when he was 19. With Nick Young. He made a mistake. He posted a Snapchat video. Now everybody's forever labeling him as a snitch. Yeah. Or as a guy who records stuff. and, And like, that's, I don't know him personally enough to say, like, this is him, this is definitively him. But on Twitter, forever, even Instagram, I'll post a video of when I was at Nets Media the, the other day. I posted mm-hmm. a video on Instagram. All I see, snitch, 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 snitch under it. And it's like, dude, yeah. he's 23 now? First 22, of all, 22 I, First 22. of all, I don't understand why I, you care.
1: And I see, right. yeah, that's another thing. Too, I don't is that understand people, that. He made a mistake when he's 19. Media, people act
2: like they never made mistakes
1: before. Yeah, and social media gives people this power where they feel like they can do those things yep. and they can label other people as snitch because it makes them feel better. They can put out fake news because it makes them them feel better right. and if you have a certain following and you have a certain reach you're going to feel like nobody could tell you anything if you have right. maybe so all even your a network yeah it it just doesn't matter yeah
0: I, I there's no accountability that's that's one of the things that bothers me you know you see these Reporters putting out stuff and they're not even putting out news or, you know, especially around trades and stuff right now. Talking in circles. Yeah, Talking and in a and, and, if- and, and there's no, there's, like I said, they'll keep bringing up this word, there's no accountability for it. You can't say, you know, I read something the other day where somebody's like, hey, a deal's not done until it's official. Gee, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> we, we, we didn't know that. I'm waiting for the press release. Yeah, like we, we all but knew it's, this. It's, so you're not reporting anything. Right. But you it's you know not what, news. And going back to Reach, it's like,
1: all right. Followers obviously don't mean everything, and I feel like people lose sight of that because if you look up it's your quality, if and and yeah, I hate
2: to cut you off, but the po- quality of your followers. If you have, I'd rather have two thousand good, strong followers than Smart twenty thousand just because my numbers look good. Agree okay. with or you, that?
0: Or you bought? Those. I agree with that right. because if
1: you know, if you have a certain amount of followers, again, you feel like you're untouchable or whatever. But that doesn't mean you're smarter or better than somebody with 2000 or whatever. If you right. look up if you look up whoever's a sports editor for the Washington Post, I forget his name. He has like 3000 something followers. Right. If you look up fa- and I have more than that. If you look up famous authors oh, and things well, like that. I mean, that, editors they have for like, for major publications don't you know they 1, don't 1000, 1500. They don't right. even tweet that much, but they probably have, you know, more integrity than you more money than you, more clout in more the whole clout. sports. They actually better, more better at means. what, right, better right. at what they do. Dexter, you don't even have that many followers in your Twitter account. Are you less credible than somebody who has I don't know twenty thousand? No, no, I'm not. Because I'm, people see that you're out there covering Hurricane Florence in South Carolina. People know that you were out here covering high school and college basketball and NBA basketball for a long, and the NFL and everything else for a long period of time, and they know you're credible. It doesn't matter that you don't even have whatever a certain amount I think, of followers. I think the right. point
0: Rob makes, you can look at the, if for someone like me, you can look at the quality of the followers I have or the quality of followers Backpack Broadcasting has or whatever you've done. You can see the people who follow, the people who have messed with us or that we connect with, whether it's someone like you, Rob, or other independent media artists. And that's what matters to me at the end. It's like who we're connecting with, as you said, and, and, and who we're doing stuff with or who I'm doing stuff with. I don't worry about the numbers. I never get too infatuated by the numbers at any point. Like they're nice, yeah, yeah, but I never let the numbers consume me, even in terms of views, likes. You know, and we talked about this on the podcast a couple with, podcasts with the Joe ago. Rogan thing. Yeah, that we, we were talked about, about it. You know, yeah. Joe Rogan had made a point. And I said it in this podcast. It's like it's not necessarily about how many people are following you, watching you, but that your content gets to the right people that need to follow and watch you. That can For eventually. Sure put you someplace else so if somebody quality watched, over quality yeah, if somebody watches time, this podcast yeah. and they've been really been interested in social media or listens to the podcast and says hey y'all you know, like what rob, i like what rob lopez said i never heard of him but now i want to check his stuff out then that's dope that's a great already a dope impact for sure it's not about the following it's about the moment that we had here yeah. and the conversation we had here that's dope that'll live on forever and to me, that's all that matters. No,
2: yeah. Quality quality over quantity every time. Sadly, sadly, quality. that's
0: a little bit lost. Well, you are a quality guy, man. <laughs> I yeah. appreciate to, it. To tie that in, you're a quality guy. We appreciate the insight on social media. Sure. Somebody who's actually doing it, yeah. who's done it independently. You got to keep doing it and keep grinding. And um, Me too. You
2: guys got to keep going too. Yeah, man. Yeah. I have to. It, well, Not I always, easy.
0: <laughs> I always say this, and I say this to you and every other person comes, comes in here to sat with us, that does independent media stuff. Independent media has to support each other. Right. Okay, It's very important for that. Sure. that Patreon.com slash
1: Backpack broadcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we're all in this together. We're and this? That's, and yes. that's what
2: I tell, you know, and, and I'll talk about this for a little bit. I know we're running out of time. But yeah. with Count the Dings, you know, Jade, um, shout to Jade Hoy, used to produce for ESPN. And he was an ESPN's podcast producer for, you know, True Hoop and all that stuff. And he huh. left. And now he started his own company because he's independent. He's by himself. He's doing his own thing. He has his own Patreon page. And he's doing his own thing. And I and I was bugging him for weeks, weeks, months, actually. I was like, Jade, let me help you. Jade, let me help you. Jade, let me help you. Because I want to support that. You know, I'm not asking them to pay me. I'm not asking them for anything besides let me help you do this. One for me, I want to learn how to do it. I want to help work with these kind of people, and two, I want to support something that I know is really good, and 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 I want to work with these people, and I want to work with Jade and learn from somebody who was at ESPN for almost a decade, I think um and, and you know learn under him and see what he has to offer for me as a as a person who's still learning even though I'm about to be 27 I'm still learning every day something new every day every day so um so yeah I mean I agree wholeheartedly I mean independent even for us at Def Pen, you know we we always we're working with independent artists we're working with independent writers all this type of stuff just because you know independent media um it's it, there's a different there's a different I guess there's a different feel to it you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's a different there's a different kind of vibe when you get something independent and, and you know, this isn't a processed, you know, run through the factory type deal. This yeah. is wow, this guy care about it more. Yeah, you care about it more.
1: It's more it begins as a passion project and not a lot of things. If you're going to go in, I guess, the corporate route or whatever, there's not there's anything wrong with that. But you're not gonna have as much passion behind right. it if somebody else is just paying you a certain amount of money and you got to sit at this desk
0: for eight hours or whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Yeah. Exactly. No, and I think I think that's always dope. Well, I think it's a good place to leave it, man. Thank you for coming up here. We no problem. Really yes. appreciate it. We hope that we're gonna
2: have you back. I mean, if you guys let me know, Brian, I'm, I'm nah, this nah, You, can't, you can't come back no more. Not okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm messing with that's embarrassing. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can. You can. You're always. You're but always I, welcome. But yeah, awesome. I have yeah, been. Yeah, looking, yeah. I have been looking forward to this one, so I'm glad we got it. Though. Yeah, me yeah, man. Brian, Brian told me about you. We're glad we. We got you to come up here and and talk, so it was it was dope, man. We got it. Hopefully, the next time you're back, the Mets are a little bit better for Uh, all of us. Well,
2: do you have time until 2020, or? Oh, (laughs) I don't know. I tell all the time if
0: if something happens to me, I pass away, then put your money on the Mets World Series. (laughs) uh, (laughs) That's 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 when they'll probably like. Come on, that's when they're gonna win. All right, that's that's (laughs) it for episode 45 of the Hard to Tell Podcast. I would thank you to our guest, Rob Lopez of Death, Death Pen, Count the Dings, and he wears plenty of other hats, also working for FanDuel as a social media associate. Uh, this was the Pedro Martinez episode, episode 45 of the A Hard Tell podcast. Please be sure uh, to give us a rating on all the platforms you can find us on. Uh, also, support us on Patreon as well. Remember, as we said, support independent media. For Brian Fonseca and Rob Lopez, I'm Dex Henry. Until next time, y'all. Peace.